Well, it's happening this weekend. Yes, the Mountain is going to take on, well, a whole bunch of guys and their cars are going to take on the Mountain. We're talking about Bathurst. And uh, preeminent uh, motoring journalist Gordon Lomas has put together a fantastic book. It's called Kings of the Mountain, and it's a perfect time to release it. Inside stories of the legends of Bathurst. Gordon, good morning. Good morning, Ian. I've never been to Bathurst. It's one of those bucket list things that I've always wanted to do because I sort of, being a motorcyclist, I sort of try to combine it with uh, the Australian motorcycle, MotoGP, as well as Bathurst, but I've never been able to do it Do it because I've never been able to get that much time off work and ride across, etc. But I really still do hope to do it one day. But this, this magnificent book of yours that sort of covers the, what, the full 70-odd year history? Well, it specifically um, focuses on the great race, so from uh, from the 60s onwards. Um, the previous book that I did uh, uh, was uh, pretty much 75 years of motor racing at Mount Panorama, which yeah. came out in 2013. Yeah. But this one, the objective was to, uh, to focus on some of the winners representing each of the decades from the 60s onwards um, and, uh, and, and really speak to, uh, to some of the winners and key, key team team people and get their uh, their story in their own words um, in a comprehensive way. How much research did you have to put into this? How long did it take you to get this book together? Oh, look, you know, they, they take, uh, you know, books um, by their very nature take quite a while, but uh, the challenge was to, to actually who to include, you know, uh, because you can't, you know, it would be in a perfect world, it would be ideal to uh, to come out with with every winner and every story from uh, yeah. from the great race from '63 to, to present day, but uh, simply getting getting that amount into one volume is, is is just impossible. So it was a matter of you know who was available, who who I could track down. I had to you know there's a few people I, I had to track down uh, who live overseas. Um, so from that point of view, uh, you know more so than the time uh, front, uh, it was quite challenging. Have you had a favourite race from all of those years of the great race, Gordon? Yeah, look, I, I, absolutely. I, I mean, there, there's several, but the one that uh, is is absolutely number one for for various reasons um, was 2006 when Craig Lowndes and Jamie Wincup uh, won, which was three weeks after Peter Brock was tragically killed in yeah. uh, in that tarmac rally uh, over in your neck of the woods, yeah. and uh, just the raw emotion of that whole weekend. And the fact that the guy who stood on top of the podium, Craig Lowndes, was Brock's uh, great protege, it was just, it, it, it was the perfect result for what was just a really, really somber time in Australian motor racing. Yeah, like the hairs on my arms have just gone up on end, just thinking about that. <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah, it's a very prickly moment, there's no doubt about that. I remember back in the day, I, I also remember a, a favourite of mine, because I was a bit of an Alan Moffat and Ford fan, when uh, Fords were 1-2 across the line. Who was that? Bond was with him, wasn't it? Uh, in the second car, yeah. yeah. Yes, no, it was Jack, um, uh, Moffat drove with Jackie X, who uh, the, the great... Um, the great driver, ex-Formula One driver, sports car driver, Le Mans, multiple Le Mans winner, um, who was, uh, you know, it was his first time at uh, Bathurst and uh, and they managed to pull off that monumental uh, result uh, and, and, and form finish. They always said that Bond sat behind Moffat, could have passed him on that last lap. Is that true, do you think? Do you know about that? <laughs> Yeah, look, you know, I, I think that's um, that's pretty, pretty close. Yeah, I think that's pretty close <laughs> to the mark. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's certainly one of those one of those races that uh, that that image of of, of, um, 
those two cars going across the line yep. uh, in, in, in a form finish is just a, is one of those iconic images of, of the, uh, the history of the great race. Yeah, it is. Kings of the Mountain, Gordon Lomas, fantastic book, and uh, it is available now. Thanks for the chat, Gordon. Cheers. Appreciate that. Thanks, Ian. A new happiness index has revealed Brits' favoured simple pleasures with a kiss and a cuddle topping the list. It's hard to argue with that, huh? It is hard to argue. The feel of crisp, freshly laundered sheets and receiving a compliment are also highly valued, according to the new research revealed. Imagine getting a compliment on your freshly laundered sheets. It'd be a double pleasure, wouldn't it? (laughs) The new study commissioned by UK TV's premium entertainment channel W to celebrate Davina McCall's weekly TV series, The Davina Hour, never heard of it, (laughs) reveals life's top 20 simple pleasures. Although over... Half, like 56% of respondents, favour receiving a kiss and a cuddle as their top simple pleasure. Almost as many, 47%, believe they do not receive enough. There's a couple of strange ones in that list too, Blackers. Mm. Got the list of 20 there. Most of them make sense. Like you said, a kiss and a cuddle at yeah, number one, yep, yep. losing weight. But the smell of mowing grass. Yeah, that's good. Yeah? Yeah, I don't yeah, mind the, like smell the smell of mowing, of mowing grass. grass. I mean, I won't mow it, but I mean, I like the smell of Walking barefoot in the sand. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. What else? I'll tell you what's real good. You're like this. Number 19, finding something you thought you'd lost. <laughs> money. Like me and that money that's there a couple of months thinking, ago. Yeah. Money may not bring happiness after all, as 87% claim they appreciate simple, everyday pleasures. More when budgets are squeezed together. Bagging, uh, bagging a bargain still brings a surge of joy to 25%, which came in at number five on the index. There you go. Eh? So a kiss and a cuddle. I don't mind that either, actually. It always the hell out of Kev, my dog, though. <laughs> Eight questions and 60 seconds to get them all right. Triple M's 838. PRE & Co, your local dining experience. PRE&Co.com.au Yeah, Jim from Bunbury. Good morning, mate. How are you, Blackers? I'm very well, thank you. Now, if you've got a basic sort of general knowledge, sort of, uh, you know, grasp on things and a bit of music, a bit of this, you've got a really good chance of uh, getting the 838. Eight questions in 60 seconds. And if you do that, $250 to spend at Piari & Co. Now, I will tell you, if you get one wrong, it's all over and done with. If you want to pass, if we've got time, we'll try and get back to it to complete it, Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Here we go. There we go. This is the 838 for today. Where in the southwest will you find Settlers Tavern? Sorry? Where in the southwest will you find Settlers Tavern? Um, oh, oh, really well known. Oh, Jim, 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 down the road a bit, down surfing, um, you know. It's um, Bustleton, isn't it? Oh, Jim, no, it's not Bustleton. Settlers Tavern is in Margaret River. It's uh, really... That was actually going to be my next guest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, I'm sorry about that. Hey, listen, why don't you try and get through tomorrow, mate? We'll give you another crack, all right? Right. All right, good. mate. Have a great day. See you, Jim. Bye-bye. Thanks, bye. No yeah. worries, mate, at all. And we'll do it again tomorrow, the 838. Eight questions, correct, in 60 seconds, and $250 to spend at Piatti & Co., your local dining experience. 